Hey everyone, welcome back for episode 99 of the Path Podcast. I am Jason. Hey, I'm Derek. And we are so glad that you've decided to join us this week as we continue down the path. Um, Today we're going to be wrapping up uh, this series that we've been talking about, Gratitude. It is Thanksgiving week after all, and we're going to talk about being thankful here in just a few minutes. Um, And then we also, um, at the end, stick around because we we have some, some kind of exciting things to talk about what's coming up. Uh, next week, and um, but until then, before we before we get too far ahead of ourselves, Derek, <clears throat> let's talk about um, yesterday. We you, you read a very familiar passage um, of Jesus's interaction with the rich young ruler uh, in Luke eighteen. So maybe help us uh, just remind us of the the overview of that story, and then let's start to draw some conclusions from this three weeks of of talking about gratitude. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Um... I'm, I'm in this moment just reminded of kind of the road to get to this series. Mm, yeah. Um, and I just find it interesting, like how, how God moves through, through the planning process that's yeah. months before it's ever happened. So right, right. <clears throat> we're, we're planned all the way through the end of Christmas next year. That's right. <clears throat> so yeah. uh, with our series. Um, and so, you know, we, 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 we said, Hey, you know, it's, it's Thanksgiving, you know, uh, there's a challenge to preaching Thanksgiving because yeah. <clears throat> in reality, Thanksgiving is a, such an important topic. And we, of course, we, you know, in America, we relegate it to, you know, you know one the day. Four, the fourth week of November. <laughs> one day. Yeah, just one day, really. Yeah, but yeah really, one day true. a year. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> and so then, you know, our temptation is that week to preach a message and think about think, thankfulness. Mm-hmm. And, well, and it's real easy to get, like, how many different ways can you say be thankful? Well, <laughs> it's hard, you know, I you think know. about messages I've already preached in the almost five years I've been here. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, I'm preaching uh, Paul's epistles. Yeah. You could, you could preach, uh, was it Psalm 100 or 105? Mm-hmm. I mean, several psalms. Yeah. Yep. Um, you could preach those, and we have, you know, those kind of things. But to do a series is a little more challenging mm-hmm. because, you know, what do you say about thankfulness that can't be said? And all those passages, yeah. pretty much the same. Yeah, it, it could get repetitive. <clears throat> so repetitive when we talked quick, about yeah. months ago, you know, probably <clears throat> half a year or maybe even a year ago, mm-hmm. you know, what are we going to preach for this little series that we have kind of put together? And you know, we we found uh, this graphic about the lost art of gratitude. So y'all, oh, that's I like that. I like the like the things. So where would we go? You know, and I think we're just flipping through seeking God. Um, and, and we looked at Luke, and we looked at this mm-hmm. story of these ten lepers and uh, one coming back and the rest going the other way. And, and it's like, oh, that's cool. Well, what else can we preach? Because mm-hmm. we've got three weeks. What right. do we do? So we're just reading in 17 and 18. It's like, oh, dude, really, all these stories mm-hmm. <clears throat> have an element of gratitude there. What if we just stay right here? That's, that's my always inclination mm-hmm. if i can just stay in a passage for a series that's yeah. what i prefer to do absolutely um it's you know that's just a conviction i have for the most part you know i'm, I'm going to do expositional preaching which is you know exposing the the, the text mm-hmm. of the scripture allowing that to be the message not you know necessarily a topic or whatever yeah. and you can do topical exegesis you you sure you think of a topic <clears throat> you um find a scripture that in context deals with that topic and you can still be true to the scriptures mm-hmm. and the text of the scripture. So you can do that, but I much prefer 
just to say it a passage. Yeah. So we well, and to your point that in in context here, you you see that there's Luke had a method to his oh, his yeah. uh, <clears throat> process of putting these stories together the way they did. Yeah, absolutely. So. so you know, year ago when we started planning this, it's like, oh, this will be neat. Yeah, right. But then right. the rubber meets the road when you're preparing for it and getting ready for it. it was, <clears> it's <throat> been so good, man. I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed looking at gratitude through these stories. Mm-hmm. And really, the um, what what Luke does here, of course, Jesus did it originally, but Luke, in putting these stories together in such a way, helps us to see kind of this, uh, what theologians have called the great reversal. Mm-hmm. You, you alluded to that last yeah. week. But it's like the unexpected outcome, right? right? So mm-hmm. the first week, you got the ten... Um, the ten lepers. The only one to return is mm-hmm. a Samaritan, right? right. Uh, which that the text draws that out. Yeah. Luke, uh, you know, helps us to see that clearly. We, you know, we we understand from the Samaritan woman. The Jesus uses the the um, um, the good Samaritan mm-hmm. to point make a point to the Pharisees. Yeah. You know, so Samaritan is is quite a theme, and so we, we understand that. And so it's like, oh gosh, the only guy. That you know stays is the Samaritan, yeah, the yeah. least likely one in yeah. their minds. Yeah. What 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 those people at the time would have thought. Yeah, yeah. And then you preached really well uh, last week concerning the Pharisee and the tax collector, mm-hmm. and we understand that you know Pharisee is a godly person; they're yeah. supposed to know all these things. But he's the haughty one. He's the one yeah. that is you know not living. Uh, you know, he's not thankful. Right. And the one that's grateful, the one you least expect, this this tax collector, mm-hmm. you know. And then we got to yesterday and we see, you know, that the, the impossibility of inheriting the kingdom of God mm-hmm. can be done by a child, mm-hmm. but not a morally um, upstanding young man mm-hmm. with a lot of wealth. And why is that? Mm-hmm. Why is that? Why... Is it the least thing that we would expect? But that's the thing that that comes out. Yeah. And what we saw yesterday is that you know, <clears throat> if we're not careful, our self sufficiency or so called self sufficiency, yeah. this this illusion to think that we are self sufficient, right, can blind us to the fact of our dependency, and dependency leads to gratitude. Mm-hmm. Self sufficiency can lead to uh, ingratitude, right? And you see that you see this rich young uh, ruler, uh, this young man, and he approaches uh, Jesus, good teacher. What must I do to inherit mm-hmm. eternal life? <clears throat> it's like that's not how inheritances work, bro. Right? Inheritances are something you receive, mm-hmm. not that you earn. Yeah. But. Being someone who didn't want for anything, had everything at his fingertips, had no need for dependency upon anybody else but himself, except for in this moment. He realizes that. Right. He knows that he doesn't have the answer, but he feels like he's a self-made man. He can do something. He can figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. What can I do? And Jesus, right from the beginning, he's like, hey, why do you call me good? Jesus is setting up a plumb line to say, only God's good, man. Everybody else depends upon him. Yeah. Including you, so then he says, "Hey, what, what uh, things have you done um, as far as these commandments cons- are concerned? 
and it was the the commandments that deal with people uh, lying, stealing, cheating, um, uh, committing adultery, um, um, <clears throat> um, honoring, honoring your, your father. mother and father. Yeah. yeah, how have you <clears throat> done living for others? Yeah, because how we how we engage with others show yeah. us something about ourselves. Yeah. Um, selfishness or, you know, um, um, you know, being inhospitable or something, you know, yeah. those kind of things. But then it also shows us our level of love for God right. as well. You know, how we love others is reflective on how we love God and, and vice versa. So, um, he says that um, he's, I, I have kept all of those from my youth. Mm-hmm. I am perfect in that. Jesus, knowing his heart, says, one thing you lack, Mm -hmm. go sell all your possessions, give them to the poor. Let's really test how much you are willing to love others. Let's test your generosity. Um, And then he he walked away sad. His his Mm -hmm. face fell. His countenance fell. Mm -hmm. Um, And he, he did not attain to that. So we started um, just kind of looking at it and saying, what's, what are some of the things in our system clogging us up? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's deep down that we need to do some introspection? And that, that, that deep down could be self-sufficiency. I'm depending upon myself. Yeah. And it's hard because we live in America. We live in affluence. Even in northwest Georgia, in a more rural community, uh, for the most part around us, yeah. we are affluent compared to the rest of the world. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, this, this was so stark when I lived in West Cobb, mm. you know. Um, <laughs> it was hard to get people to volunteer for stuff sometimes because they didn't even cut their own grass. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to. They right. could pay for someone else to do all those kind of things. And yeah. some didn't even clean, you know, clean their own houses. Yeah, I mean, so um, we're not quite that level of affluence. Yeah. Uh, some maybe are, but, you know, but, but, uh, but re- regardless, compared to the rest of the world, we have most of the things we need at our fingertips. Mm-hmm. So, if we're not careful, our self-sufficiency can clog up the system and keep us from being, realizing how dependent upon God we really are. Yeah. Even in Christianity, I th- before we got started, you were talking about this a little bit. I'd love for you to elaborate. Um, but even in even in in Western Christianity, Christian, you know, United States of Christianity, we say, mm-hmm. right, we depend upon God, right. But what do we, what do we do? Do we, do we mm-hmm. exhibit that in our actions? To, kind of talk yeah. a little bit about that. Yeah, we were talking about the fact that um, you know a lot of us. The, the thought that just popped in my mind was uh, when Jesus calls the Pharisees whitewashed tombs. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and I know that's that's stark, but. Um, a lot of times we we will acknowledge God with our lips. We will say we've we've learned the uh, the vernacular to be able to say the Christian things and mm-hmm. and um, do the Christian actions or, or activities at times. But then, with our lives and in our hearts, we're completely dependent on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think a lot of that um, I think there's a couple of things that play into that. Part of that is just like you said, we we want for nothing really. We have everything we could want, and um, and because of that, it not that I I, I don't want to make the assertion that we're um, that we are actively trying to 
dismiss God from yeah, our lives. Yeah. That's not what I'm trying to say. It's just that it's this very sneaky thought of, well, I mean, I don't need to trouble God with that. I can mm-hmm. I can do this myself. Mm-hmm. Why why would I why would I depend on God for that when this is right here and I can just yeah. do this? Um, and so that's really it's really really hard. It's um, the word the word that comes to mind is insidious. It's this really sneaky thing that um, self dependency is, especially in a Western context where. Um, where we we don't have to rely on God for our next meal, mm-hmm. um, fu- functionally functionally yeah. we don't have to rely on God for our next meal or, or next anything really, um, and so just the the idea that um, because of that we may say yes I trust in God but then the way that we live we don't trust in God we're yeah. trusting in ourselves and so um, it's this really it's this really difficult balance that you have to find of Yes, let's let's not be unthankful for the fact that God has blessed us with being in a country where we can have these things at our at our fingertips and at a time in history when um, we have access to so many things and thank God for that. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, let's continue to depend on God for everything in our mm-hmm. lives. Thank thank you God that you've given me the grace to be here where I am now so that I could have these things. Um, but with the understanding, they st- they're still coming from yeah. God. They're still coming from God. It's not. Um, again, we're not. Um, we're not the rich young ruler. Usually, I mean, we like to think we're the rich young ruler, but we're not the rich young ruler. But he's in a he's in a different category mm-hmm. of uh, of wealth, and um, and yet a lot of times as Americans, we try to live like the rich young ruler. Mm-hmm. Um, and we may be really, really nice people and do really good things, but we're doing them in our own power. Yeah. Um, and and uh, you know, one of the th- thoughts that I've had uh, to this end is is that I don't want to get to heaven one day, and God says, you know, well done, but man, I had so much more mm. for you that you never asked me for. Yeah. Um. I I want to I want to get to heaven, and God says, well done. And you depended on me for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, I want that to be the case so yeah. badly. Yeah, um, I, I've heard yeah. it said too. Like I think it's hitting hitting on that same idea. I've heard it said. I think this is really good. Like what? What if the only things you had tomorrow were the things you thanked God for today? Mm, yeah, you know, it's like wow. That's that's you know, kind of this stark realization of wow. Yeah, that I wouldn't have much because yeah. For the most part, I'm just dependent on me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another thing, too, and we've talked about this before, not as much here lately, but, you know, <clears throat> what are those those things, what are those things that we are asking, that we are asking out of faith that, like, only God could do, mm, too? Right. You know, right. like, um, like, God, do something in me, through me, mm-hmm. in our church, through our church, you know, whatever, in my family, through my family, that there is no way right. I could take credit for it. Yeah. There's, yeah. Just, I, there's just no way. Yeah. And uh, I think that's a, a good prayer to pray as well, to say, God, I want you to do something. I, 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 I would love for you to do something mm-hmm. that would knock my socks off. <laughs> and yeah. everybody around me would be like, God had to do that. Yeah, yeah. There's no um, way you did that. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, but what? But when? When's the last time we prayed for something like that? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 I think 
this is not revolutionary, right? Sure, yeah. But, man, we all need to grow Agreed. in yeah. gratefulness. We all need to grow in thankfulness. We all need to understand, uh, praise God from whom all blessings flow, mm-hmm. right? That that He is the one who provides uh, all that we have already. Yeah. And our, and our job is to not be like the nine who walked away. Mm-hmm. To not be like the publican that somehow takes credit, or the Pharisee who takes credit for it all, mm-hmm. and certainly not be like the rich, uh, rich young ruler that walks away with his countenance down. It's yeah. just like I'm. There's no other chance. Right. Like, can you imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine Jesus Christ mm-hmm. telling you, "Hey, man, is your stuff more important to you, or other people and me mm-hmm. more important to you?" And, and walking away saying, I'm, I'm going to put my trust mm-hmm. in, all in my, my stuff. stuff. Yeah. God, amen. Yeah. But none of us would have ever imagined being that audacious in no. front of Jesus. No. But do we not do it? Do we not do With that our every day? every day, yeah. When we, um, when we um, place our trust in our own circumstances, in our own abilities, mm-hmm. in our own... Um, you know, uh, uh, ability to make enough money to get me through what I need to get through. You know, the list goes on and on and on. Right. I, I do want to make a caveat here because I'm not sure that this came through as as good as I wanted to yesterday. And this is we, you know, we're, we're almost done, but uh, we're almost out of time. But there's, it's it's flex it's uh it's flexible timing mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. So the caveat I want to make is I, I do not think. That Jesus is saying wealth is bad. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that's important because um, God uses humble, wealthy people to fund His mission work. Sure, yeah. Um, you know, uh, the mission movement has grown, and the church is growing in a lot of places because God brought affluence to America, and Americans have have given. Mm-hmm. Um, so wealth is not bad in and of itself, right? right? It's not bad to have things, money, whatever. The bad part is when our money, things, and whatever has us yeah. instead of Jesus. That's the key. And so yeah. I just want to make that caveat. Because you know, some some people will purport this idea, well, Scripture always talks about money. And so you know, God must want us to be destitute yeah. and poor. No, um, that's that's not the case. You might end up being, and and if what what Jesus wants us to be is content, yeah, in Him, no matter what we have or don't right. have. So I, th- I just think it's an important yeah. caveat to make. I agree because you see you see several play. examples of very very committed godly people who are wealthy. Throughout, oh yeah, throughout the, especially oh, yeah. in the New Testament. I yeah. mean, you think in the I think in the Book of Acts, like yeah. Just there's example after example of people who <clears throat> use their wealth to Dude, glorify God. Yeah. Lydia yeah. funded the the Philippian church. Yeah, yeah, the this church that sparked um, the gospel going into Europe. Yeah, I mean it was funded by mm-hmm. this woman who dealt in purple cloth. Yeah, a, a, a an entrepreneurial businesswoman. Yeah, you know, I mean it's just Absolutely. yeah. So that that's a great example. There are others as well. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's it's not, wealth is not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, wealth being our hope and yeah. constant 
stay instead of Jesus. That's what's bad. Right. And the same thing with anything. Yeah. That's it. It functionally becomes an idol for yeah. us. Yeah. If we if we let it. So that's usually how the enemy works. Is mm-hmm. he let he allows things that are good things yeah. become ultimate things in our lives, and when they become ultimate things, that's where we're astray. Right. 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 So, so you know, subs. Um, uh, I'm thinking of like you know. Uh, eating, you're supposed to eat, mm-hmm. but gluttony becomes a sin because you've made eating your ultimate thing. Yeah, um, sex is a beautiful thing, just the uh, you know, uh, created by God. But when we veer from His cre- created design in mm-hmm. that, that and make it ultimate, that's when it becomes sin. And yeah. uh, the same thing is true of, of money or wealth or whatever. It's not bad to have those things. The Lord blesses and gives us you know, um, abundance and all of those kind of things. Mm-hmm. The problem is when we become, when wealth becomes <clears throat> ultimate and our possessions and our things become ultimate and we're, right. we're willing to give up the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. To hold on to our to stuff. To hold on to all the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. Well, and I, I think in, in a way of kind of wrapping all this up, we, we had mentioned sort of before uh, we started that one of the great things about, um, to bring us back around to this idea of the great reversal, mm-hmm. is that in each of these stories, the the person that you don't think is going to be the quote-unquote quote hero, I'm using that term very loosely, but yeah. they, they the person who ends up, you wouldn't expect to do the right thing is the one who does the right thing. Um, and I think that we need to be really careful to not identify with um, the hero in every one of these stories. Yeah. Um, because for the most part, we are not the Samaritan. For the most part, we are not the tax collector. For the most part, we are not the children coming to the Lord. Um, and and don't hear that as like we're getting beat up by Scripture. Mm-hmm. But in, in my mind, to this lost art of gratitude... It makes me so thankful that Jesus would use these examples and these mm-hmm. stories to say, hey, listen, I love you enough to let you know you potentially could be veering down the wrong path. Mm-hmm. So come back. Yeah. yeah. Come back. And and let's let's go forward together. And, um, and so I, I think maybe that's where we land from this series is Jesus has given us these stories and, and has inspired the Holy Spirit, inspired Luke to put them together in a way that we might be drawn back into gratitude yeah. for, for all that Jesus does for us. And I think that that's, a, um, that's something we shouldn't overlook because it is Thanksgiving week after all, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Let's be thankful. Yeah, absolutely. Let's be thankful for who our Savior is. So, well, here's where we turn it over to you. What are you thankful for? How has God drawn you back into gratitude over the last few weeks? Um, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at thepath@lafayettefirst.life, or you could comment right on this YouTube video. But we'd love to know. We'd love to interact with you. Um, next week, very special episode. Our 100th episode is next week, and so uh, we have some some fun things planned. We're going to kind of look back at what God has done through uh, the last 99 episodes, and um, just kind of thank God for for all He's done. We, we even have some special guests coming. Up, so. Um, hopefully you'll come back and listen to that next week. But until then, I am Jason. I'm Derek. And we hope that you will join us next time as we continue down the path.